Hey friends, it's Jocelyn at jamminwithjocelyn.com, your certified life coach helping working moms create their ideal work-life balance so they can thrive at work, at home, and in life. You're listening to the Jammin' with Jocelyn podcast, the show for people who want to be inspired and live more joyfully and with awareness. I love having deep, soulful, and fun conversations about complex issues to deepen our self-awareness and compassion for ourselves and others. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hey friends, before we dive into today's episode, here's a quick announcement. Are you a working mom or someone who wants to integrate mindfulness into your day so you can be centered at work and home? Then grab your free mindfulness practices list, which gives you choices. It'll save you time from Googling different ways to practice mindfulness. Just grab the mindfulness practices list at jamminwithjocelyn.com or click the link at the bottom of the show notes. Alrighty, let's dive into today's episode. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode on the Jam with Jocelyn podcast. Today it is a solo sode where I am going to dive into the topic of overcoming the fear of failure as an Asian American woman. So I'm going to start with two things I wish I knew about failure. One, failure doesn't determine your self-worth, as in failure doesn't mean that you're not smart enough or good enough, etc. And two, The second thing I wish I knew about failure was when you try new things, there's always a potential for failure and the feeling of failure doesn't last forever. Failure is just feedback about the experience. Now, why am I sharing those two things at the top of the episode is because the failure doesn't determine your self-worth part is I let failure determine my own self-worth. Growing up, I thought I wasn't smart enough. I was naive. I didn't know enough. I wasn't good enough. And so failure really dictated how I perceived myself, felt about myself. And then also the second thing that I wish I knew about failure that I shared just now is because it really hindered my ability to try new things. I was always, um, worried about failing and what people perceived of me if I failed and not knowing that there's always a potential for failure and that feeling of failure doesn't last forever but I didn't know that and so looking back I had to really build that muscle of knowing okay it's okay to try new things and it is potential there are potential there is potential for failure and that's okay It's just feedback. It doesn't say anything about who I am and how I am. And failure is just feedback that either one, I haven't learned the skills yet, or I haven't learned the information yet in the power of yet, the growth mindset. All right, let's now dive into the concept of fear. So fears are our triggered reaction, and they can be helpful for the purpose of survival in the sense that When we have this sense of fear, it really comes from the brain that triggers these chemical reactions, which leads to physical sensations such as sweaty palms, high heart rate, labor breathing, etc. And also, I believe that fears can also limit our ability to move forward because we don't really talk about our failures publicly even within our own circle of friends and community because there's this fear of failure and then this fear of talking about our failure. Why is that? And in my perspective, I believe that there's this conditioned narrative of quote unquote, it's shameful or I don't want to show people that I'm not capable, etc. And especially in the Asian culture, 
it is to quote unquote save face. Now, if you're an AAPI peep or non-AAPI peep or just resonate with that, you know, not talking about your failure to quote unquote save face, (laughs) you're in good company with me. Now, I wonder what this has created. And what I've noticed is it's really created this hush-hush mentality of inauthenticity and that failure is frowned upon. But y'all, we wouldn't be who we are or do the things we are doing without the experience of failure throughout our lives, whether we want to recognize it or not. Just saying. So let's start talking about our failures and how it's actually something that opens the door to internal external growth. And you can hear some of these examples in some of the past episodes with some of the podcast guests I've had here talking about their own failures and the doors that it opened for them. And two examples that I can think of off the top of my head is the episode about the deeper meaning of dance with Grace Yu and the episode of Allowing Ourselves Abundance with Alex Dumas. If you go back and listen to that, you can hear about their own experiences of things that didn't work out and what it opened for them, who they are now because of those experiences. All right, but let's call something out. Failure sucks big time. That's the reality. Nobody likes to experience failure, and so we fear it. And because we fear it, we don't talk about it as well. Well, I'm going to change that (laughs) right now. We're sharing my story of experiencing failure and the fear of failure. So here's a little bit more about myself. If you didn't know, before I became a teacher, I was into investment banking. And after I graduated from college, which is a whole nother story of failure. (laughs) So I went into sales and I failed at bringing clients during those cold calling days. Then I went into research and I failed at knowing how to write those research reports on company quarterly earnings calls. And what I learned from that experience is that that industry, the investment banking industry, wasn't for me. Now, going back further in high school is just popping up right now. I remember getting on stage in high school and trying to run for one of the ASB offices and I did a Fresh Prince rap. (laughs) That was a complete failure. I totally made a fool of myself. And that was my first experience of public speaking and what I learned from that is, one, I'm not a rapper. <laughs> Two is um, I kind of like being in front of a group of people speaking, but I don't like social, big social events. So it was just weird. Anyways, here's another experience of failing in teaching. I failed a whole lot in teaching. There were certain lessons that I did. Uh, did with my students where I literally would stop in the middle of my lesson and tell my students that I made a mistake or I taught that wrong. (laughs) And I failed a lot on how to handle student conflicts. And what I learned was about communication for myself, learned how to explain concepts in a way that was easier for my students. But I wouldn't know that if I didn't experience those failed attempts. Another one right now, which I'm in the thick of it, is parenting. I don't need to go into detail about all the failures, especially like from yesterday and even this morning, but failure happens every single damn day. I've never been a parent and every day is new. So if you're a parent listening, I feel you. I hope you resonate with me when I say that. (laughs) 
<laughs> that it's okay. Like there are many failed attempts of how to handle situations with my kids. And lastly, right now in my work as an entrepreneur, I've never been an entrepreneur. I've never built a business. And here's an example of one of the many times I failed. One time I marketed a free workshop with my first um, offering as a life coach for teachers. And literally it was crickets and no one signed up. And what I learned from that experience is I need to work on my language skills for marketing. Now, I'm going to bring in the cultural aspect as an Asian American woman. The cultural narrative around failure as an Asian American is that failure brings shame upon oneself and the family. And failure meant you're not good enough, didn't work hard enough, and it diminishes your self-worth, like you're not good enough, which is why I started the this podcast episode with the two things I wish I knew about failure. And so coming back to this narrative, how I avoided failure and avoided and, and built this fear of failure is I swung the pendulum towards perfectionism and overworking at the detriment of my own physical and mental health. And I see that within our um, AAPI community and in our culture. Now, why do we do this? I ask myself, why do we do this in our culture? Why do we do this as Asian Americans? And I think it's just to showcase a, showcase a facade of being the best. And I have to question, what is it in for us to want to be the best? Because ultimately that's creating a hierarchical uh, thing between us and other people. Like we're superior to other people when actually we're not, no one is superior or inferior to anyone else. And so, and what I notice is that it, there's a cost to wanting to be the best and what it, the cost is, is burnout and not fully experiencing lessons learned from failures. So in actuality, failure is good, but failure does not dictate our self-worth as Asian Americans. I feel like that is a huge thing in our community and in our culture as Asian Americans, that failure is says something about who we are, which has been such a huge lesson that I have, have had to release from, decondition, and heal from. <laughs> because failure actually is good for our personal growth. Um, I have failed in the typical model minority of being good at math. And I didn't, I didn't do well at math. I failed some math classes. Sorry, mom and dad. I didn't go into engineering or law or medicine. And so like in that sense, it's like I, I failed and that's okay because that wasn't for me. And I learned that math is not for me. Science is not for me. So I, I'm kind of getting on a tangent here, but it's in this cultural aspect as being an Asian American woman is asking like, why do I fear failure? And is it that really important to be the best? Because once you get there, how do you know you've, you are there? And is that worth it? <laughs> the cost of being burnt out and not fully experiencing lessons from your failures. All right, now let's get proactive about talking about how to overcome this fear of failure. 
So there are three things I'm going to talk about of how to overcome the fear of failure. First is acceptance. Acceptance that failure is always possible. Because when we deny the fear of failure or deny failure, that really isn't helpful. It's actually counterproductive and we end up spending our energy fighting this fear of failure versus accepting the reality of our natural tendency and emotions of this fear of failure. So usually our fears are instinctual somatic responses, as I shared at the beginning of the episode. It this physical sensation that our body responds to to this fear and then it creates these thoughts in our minds which then spiral into what i like to call the deep dark rabbit hole of reaction (laughs) and research has shown shown that we tend to exhibit one of these five reactive responses feign fight flight freeze and fawn now here's a helpful tip to practice acceptance of the fear of failure let it pass out and through your mind and body I like to give a visual image of the fear of failure and move that thought and feeling from my head all the way down my body, sensing the feeling the fear gives me and then move it down through my feet and send it into the ground and let it remain there. So the first thing of how to overcome the fear of failure, accepting that failure is always possible. The second thing you can do to overcome the fear of failure, reframe how you think about failure. And how we think about failure, reframing it to things we try is an experiment. As one of my life coaching mentors shared with me, life is an experiment. It's not possible to get good or perfect on the very first try or even a a couple tries because it's new. That experience is new. That skill is new. So that's the second thing of how you can overcome the fear of failure is to reframe failure for yourself that everything's an experiment. The third way of how to overcome the fear of failure is getting curious. So in the sense of seeing failure through the lens of curiosity, for example, it would sound like this. Hmm, that didn't work. Well, that's good feedback. What can I learn from this? What can I do differently? Is getting curious. It releases yourself from the self-shaming spiral. And it feels freeing to see it as an experiment and an opportunity to get creative and try something new. All right, let's review the three ways of how you can overcome the fear of failure. One is accepting that failure is always possible. Two is reframing the way you think about and view failure. And three is getting curious when you experience failure. Okay. Let's go back to the two things I said at the top of the podcast episode of what I wish I knew about failure. Failure doesn't determine your self-worth, as in it doesn't mean that you're not smart, good enough, or whatever, etc. And two, when you try new things, there's always a potential for failure, and the feeling of failure doesn't last forever. Failure is just feedback about the experience. And here's, I'm going to add a third one. Failure opens the door to personal growth and builds your resiliency and capacity to try new things. The question to ask yourself is, what can you learn from the experience of failure in any situation? And lastly, it's okay to have a fear of failure. Fear of failure. (laughs) It's a tongue twister here. But my invitation to you is, how can you view failure as an opportunity for what's possible? Alrighty, here are the takeaways from today's episode topic. 
One, it's okay to have a fear of failure. It's our natural human instinct. Two, failure doesn't determine your self-worth. Three, when you try new things, there's always a potential for failure and the feeling of failure doesn't last forever. Failure is feedback about the experience. Four, be courageous and share your experience with failure with someone you trust. Five, overcome the fear of failure by accepting, reframing, and getting curious. And six, failure opens the door to personal growth and builds your resiliency and capacity to try new things. And here are three coaching questions to help you reflect on today's topic. One, what can you learn from the experience of failure in any situation? Two, how can you view failure as an opportunity for what's possible? And three, how can you practice accepting, reframing, and getting curious to help you overcome the fear of failure? Alrighty, friends, this was a deep topic for today, and thanks for sticking with me to the end. But before you end, did you know that I've got a free mindfulness practices list for you to download? If you're wanting to integrate the practice of mindfulness throughout your day so you're staying centered, go ahead and grab your free mindfulness practices list, which gives you a list of choices to choose from, takes the thinking and researching out of finding what practice to do to practice mindfulness. You can find the mindfulness practices list with, at the link that's at the bottom of the show notes. And if you enjoyed listening to today's episode, I invite you to leave a rating or review with your thoughts or takeaways. Also, if you haven't already, I invite you to subscribe to the podcast so that you get notified when new episodes drop every Wednesday. Once again, thanks for listening, and I can't wait to jam with y'all next time. Bye, y'all.